0: do what's happening it's your boy mark henry back on your mark show every week powered and sponsored by epic sports apparel right here on the fishbowl radio network we got a great show for you today of course you know we kind of focus on a little bit of everything when it comes to the athlete uh movement we've been talking about of course my guy coach jay is in the building from epic sports apparel we're going to focus on the youth element how do you get your, your child your athlete prepared for the high school Uh, I think for me, you know, the youth uh, experience, uh, you know, if you're in the right setting, it gets you prepared. You know, I'm not saying that you don't need to be prepared for middle school, but from the youth level, the next level is high school. And we got one of the best coaches in the DFW, DFW Ravens coach, my guy, Coach Terrence Block. Coach Block, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me. man. No doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you for stopping by on the On Your Mark show. So, what I like to do with coaches is I kind of like to go back to tell where you got here, how you got to where you are now. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your background. Uh,
1: just a regular guy. Uh, only played football up to high school. Uh, really got into youth sports because of my kids. Truthfully, yeah. No doubt. Well, that's that's how a lot of us get into mm-hmm. it. Uh, you
0: know, myself, you know, Coach Jay, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's getting our kids because. You want to give them that extra um that extra preparation that yes, they have. Sir. You yeah. know, make sure it's done right as well. Right. You know, right. You know I, I was always a big stickler for that. You know, I, me as a parent, if I wasn't coaching, I'd stand far back and just observe. Right, You know, right. And, and I want to make sure that they get getting the right training, the, the proper teaching. Absolutely. Technical. Right. Before they start really getting into, you know, the high school aspects right. of everything. So, tell me about the DFW Ravens a little bit.
1: Ravens been around, whew thing going on 11 years now 11 or 12 uh it started from a guy named justin and uh prince they uh started off the ravens and uh i happened to take it over when they were done and right now we have tyrone foster as the president of the ravens and he's doing a great job
0: No doubt. Now talk to me a little bit about the directional part of it. You know, you came in as a coach, but you you kind of took over the organization. Yes, sir. What aspect, I always like, uh, you know, the background of how things are run, because that's hard. Uh you got more than one team. you got a group of kids. you got a group of coaches. You have to bring those in together. So speak on that a little bit.
1: Uh, Well, how it happened for me, I reached out to a close friend of mine named Joe Walker, uh, he played college and pro ball, and he was into the youth sports a lot. And I brung him over, and we kind of connected our resources and uh, made something good happen, you know, uh, pretty successful. Uh, grabbed some other great coaches in the uh, area, like Glenn Rice and others to make the name much bigger, started – playing games nationally on a national level most people weren't doing like bringing atlanta down stuff like that and everything started a snowball effect you know and taking its own shape and form and here we are today you know
0: so talk about how you get you know everybody you know i start at the local level when they get but getting to a national level you know i think it's it's a, a lateral steps, you know, uh-huh. to get there. So, as an organization, how did you guys go about preparing for that?
1: Just coaching good football, you know, uh getting the right kids in the right positions and uh taking that leap. It's kind of you are never ready. You just got to go see for it about you, you know, for yourself, you know, cuz if you you feel like you know you could always feel like you could have more you know so you really just got to take that leap and I connected with uh some coaches that we knew from a FBU circuit from years before and that's how we got with the Atlanta Duck situation I reached out to a guy got a number of a guy and there it is you know <clears throat> we had that game and now everybody's playing everywhere, you know. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean, I think youth sports is taking off, you know, especially, you know, you know, a while back when I started at the local level. It's a thing that's taken off. Mm-hmm. I, I think the exposure aspect of it, and Coach Jay, you can weigh on this, it's important for the kids to be able to experience that because a lot right. of times some kids don't get to travel outside of just their neighborhoods or area. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, both of you guys will speak on that. Talk, talk about that a little bit, Coach.
2: I think the most important part about the exposure piece, like you know, is kids being able to go see what football looked like in other cities, you know, and to realize that kids play just as hard Mm -hmm. in in Georgia, Florida, you know, it's it's football everywhere. And and that's what I think, you know, makes the game better. And the bigger part of that, too, is those kids – being able to play in the fourth or fifth grade against, you know, guys in Florida and Georgia, mm-hmm. by the time they're seniors in high school, they know what real competition looked like. And they like, man, I've been playing against these dudes since I was fourth or yeah, fifth absolutely. grade. You know, where are you going to school? Right. You know, what does that look like? So that brotherhood gets bigger and bigger. So by the time you get to college, you know, you're not shell-shocked if you've played that level of competition. The biggest thing is is being consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of kids blow up early, and then they fizzle because they start reading the paper and social media, and they stop working. Right. right. You know, and then everybody catch up and pass them. So, the the key is consistency early. You right. You know what I'm saying? If, no. if you blow up early, stay consistent. Right.
0: And Coach, how how is that? Have you guys uh, – I have know about the DFW Ravens for a little while, uh, you know, right. in this area, uh, you know, being – involved with youth and in high school that's kind of my bread and butter but how did you guys kind of establish that it's been one of the well-known teams locally now you're branching out
1: right uh, good coaching having a uh, good role models around the kids doing it for the coach and not the money mm. you know uh, DFW Ravens have never been about the money we don't throw tournaments we don't we're we're a, uh, org that's in the red every year <laughs> so I mean and the people that, that have been brought up in that organization, they, they've thrived and, and they see that in word of mouth and parents reaching out to other parents. And I think that's why we're still here today, you know, because I feel top to bottom, we do it the right way, you know.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I know that you guys have you, you established a winning program, and not just a one or two year thing. It's been a right. process of years yes, to development. Now, yes, development is a key. We talked about that a little bit off mm-hmm. before we started. Mm-hmm. How are you guys setting these guys up to get ready for high school?
1: I think he said it best when when you go out of state and you're playing the best from other states. Uh, it gets you. It gets you prepared for the competition part in high school. You know. Uh, the more competition you see, the more that you can put in your arsenal. It helps you as an athlete. Uh, and also having being in practice every day with a raving kid and, and going back and forth, you're sharpening your skills. You know, so when you go to your middle school, which mostly I stay coaching in, the twelve, thirteen you age group, eleven, twelve, thirteen, by the time they leave that, they're ready for high school. They're ready for competition, they're ready for tryouts and And that's why we have so many successful kids that that are in that program because they know what competition's all about, not just in their own backyard. They know what it's like in Georgia's backyard. They know what it's like in Vegas's backyard, you know, California. So them kids are well-seasoned, I like to say.
0: Now, uh, another part of that is just preparing them mentally. Right. You know, talk about that a little bit. Uh, You know, uh, scheme-wise and things, you can teach that. Uh But – the mem- mental preparation, that's something that, you know, gets overlooked. Right. You know, everybody thinks that football is such a brutal sport. Uh-huh. But there's a mental capacity that goes into that. So, uh, you know, talk about how you guys have established that as well.
1: Uh, chalkboard, TV time. Uh, there's nothing for us to pull a, a truck out to practice, pop the tailgate, and put a TV up and go over plays. I mean, we, we've done it all. You know, uh, reps reps help you get ready mentally. Knowing, knowing your techniques, knowing your coverages, you know, uh, we give it to them all, you know. And I think once they leave us, if it's a test in high school, my kids are getting A's, you know. No doubt. I like uh, it. <laughs> I truly believe that
0: no doubt. Now, uh, the middle school level, you know, you mentioned it, being with those guys until yes, they sir. get to high school. Right. How has that changed in the last few years? Because, you know, we've seen these guys, you know, great. we'll get That's into...
1: Coach
0: Bly has a couple of guys <laughs> in his family that are really good right now. We'll get to, get to those guys later in the show, but you know, i, I just mentioned uh-huh. you know Zane Rowe as oh, well. yeah, Zane. Zane Rowe, if you do not know this guy, picked right. up an offer from Texas A&M this week, Six five two twenty, uh defensive <laughs> awesome. end, tight end, yeah. just has it all. Uh, yes, it does. Early. So you get to see that. So talk yes. about that a
1: little bit, how that's changed. Uh, there's more access to these kids now. You know, I've seen it start. I've seen battle when it first started, you know, seen FBU take changes and shifts and – I think technology and and uh, Facebook and Instagrams and Twitters just open it up for everybody to be everywhere at one time, you know. But Zayn, he's an incredible athlete, you know, uh, very gifted. Uh, plays with a, a very good organization coming out. So them kids over there are coached real well enlightening Lightning Elite themselves. So I mean, he has a lot going for him, you know. And Basically, that's all I can say right now. He's he's a great, great athlete. Absolutely.
0: That's just mm-hmm. one shining example. I mean, I, Texas, I think the 27th class, if, if you don't know about it, we got some guys that's going to be on the forefront. Long, yeah. They about to hit the high school scene. Yeah. And that's a show in itself. I could I could probably name five guys oh, in to one hand. They finna light it up. But, Coach, talk about the yeah. middle school thing because, you know, if you don't know, there's a big flex zone coming up March 11th. Yeah. We'll talk about that so, just a little bit. But the middle school aspect.
2: Middle school, man, it's one of those where those two years, three years are so important, and a lot of people kind of gloss over it. But the preparation, not just from, you know, playing football, but the mentality. Again, we go back to mindset, right? How do we get those guys prepared for high school? Because freshman year is make or break. I always talk about, you know, how do you develop from sixth grade, that shift to seventh grade because the kids start changing sixth seventh and eighth grade mentally they start changing so you got to kind of pick up on it and see it and make sure that you're in tune with who they are as they go through those transitions because if if you let them slip ninth grade they fall in a hole it's, it's almost impossible to dig your way out it's, it's very tough so i know for for me what i did we didn't use middle school, the actual middle school football as anything other than PE. And, and that was no disrespect to the middle school, but it just wasn't as fast-paced as select ball. So we used middle school ball for, you know, hey, just show up, get your reps. And then we, we zoned in and worked on the craft on Saturdays, you know, yeah. when you playing against everybody. You know, that's when you say, okay, now – we go play DB, we go play receiver, whatever you do, you know, for middle school team that, that it is what it is. But we're going to work on stuff we playing in high school um, and really get some reps on, on Saturdays because that's when you're playing against the dogs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but the most important part of, of that was, again, getting the mentality, you know, what do you do going into high school? How does that look? And we started the early recruiting process, which was filling out questionnaires, which was, you know, really learning how to, to behave at showcases. We even, you know, did college camps in middle school because it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. As far as the recruiting part, right. right? But even those were controlled. It wasn't always the bigger schools. And, you know, so we just kind of picked which ones to do. So we can learn not just showing up. We learn how to work the room. You know what I'm saying? How to camp early. Mm-hmm. So we know what it looked like. Now we go home, work on it. So when we do go in high school, we already know what it looked like.
0: Not you know shell-shocked.
2: Right. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing. right? You know what I'm saying? And then if your kid is lucky enough or, or, or talented enough, if their high school, if you're in the eighth grade, you got a kid in eighth grade, and their high school is, is good enough for – you know them to to be a part of their 707 team on the varsity level. If if you can get your kid there, you know that immediately is a huge jump. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like immediately, Boogie played uh, uh, varsity 707 You know for the high school, and it was once he stepped foot on high school, it was nothing because I'm already seeing them. Right? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's just little little things that that kids can do and parents can do to help but don't look at middle school like it's just going to blow by it's all preparation that's going to help you and boost you in the high school
0: absolutely and that's an important piece and you know when you mentioned that you focus on those guys you're getting them right before they step into that door right you know i always tell kids you got four years to prove it and i don't mean just on the field as academically as soon as you set foot High school is cumulative. It's not just about the tenth mm-hmm. grade or the ninth grade. You got to get there and do it all four years. You got four years to prove your point. You got four years to make your resume what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying. And I think that's an important aspect that sometimes gets left out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying. Uh, another thing about youth sports is sometimes we get uh, kids get pigeonholed into, you know, I'm a quarterback. I'm a running back. You know, I'm a D lineman or whatever. Right. You know, uh, coach, talk about that a little bit. If you see something in the kid that they're kind of versatile, and try to get them to see the whole picture where they're not just you know pigeonholing into one position.
1: My my uh what I like to tell them is the more positions you learn, it's gonna be longer for football to quit you, you know. It's gonna it's gonna take a longer time for it to quit you because right. football is gonna quit everybody at some time. Oh, really? So the more that you learn, the more that you know it's just gonna take a little bit longer for it weeds you out. You know? So yeah. uh I just tell them, you know, be versatile you know uh don't don't be stuck in one position you know and i've had kids that went in as running backs and are cornerback five star cornerbacks now or were were beast on the defensive line that are five star linemen i mean these kids are going to colleges top colleges so you you can't be stuck on one thing you you learn as much as you can if you really love the game you know
0: absolutely, yeah. and that, absolutely. coach that's something we've been talking about is so it's being well rounded yeah. The IQ part Absolutely. of it. Talk about yeah. it. When,
2: when you can play multiple positions, you, you know the game yeah. from a personal perspective because you've played it. In the middle, now it translates. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it, it it translates. And you become valuable where, again, I always say that the high school coach is going to pick your position. You can't yeah. choose it, right? right? Now, if if you walk in and you dominate, you know, then he'll say, okay, well, this is where I see you. But – most of the time, they're going to say, hey, let's try this, let's try that, right? Right. And then you start honing in on that. But if you can play a multitude of positions early, yeah. right, then when you get to high school, it's easy to plug and play. Right. If you say, hey, man, I, I need somebody here. right, Absolutely. Coach, I got it. Yeah. Right. Right. One thing I always tell my kids, you know, when the coach asks what position you play, wherever you need
1: me. Right. <laughs> Right. Simple as that. Right. You know,
2: we're we not going to put no label <laughs> yeah. on it. Where, yeah. Coach, wherever you need me, line me up. Yeah. I'm good. I can go. You know what I'm saying? So there then an you answer. have leverage. You got value because you can – if you can actually play right? those positions. Right. Right. Then right. you have leverage. So the, the more you learn – and a lot of kids get stuck in early getting caught up in, I'm a linebacker. I'm going to do some of that. Yeah. And then when they get to high school and the coach say – not in my system, right. now they don't know what to do. They right. don't know how to translate yeah. it over to something else. Yeah. Right. So they get stuck, and yeah. now they're on the bench forever. Right. Right. When you got a kid that's just going to walk out there and say, yeah. I'll, I'll play wherever example. you want me. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Coach right. me up. I got it. Let's go. Right,
0: right, right. So the, the next question is, how do you communicate that to the parent? Because, you know, eventually they're going to be having a hand in that as well. It starts at the youth level, you know. Youth uh, football prepares you. We just right. got to talking about that. So, the DFW raving parents, you know, how do you guys kind of communicate that as oh, well? Man,
1: honesty is always the key. You know, uh, just being honest, not selling them no dreams, being straight up with them, you know. People people respect honesty, you know. That way they can make the move if they're, they're not happy or they can stay around and, you know, continue the process. But – you over there and you're selling a kid a dream and a parent a dream and just tagging them along. Then you're going to get problems, you know. Right. And then you're going to have an unhappy parent. And parent first, it takes a good parent to run a great organization. Uh-huh. Then it takes good coaching. Then the kids. But it's those three things that make a successful team. But it starts with the parent because the parent's getting the kid to and from practice, to and from the game. You know what I mean? Or at least helping out, making sure that trusting you with their child, even if you're picking the child up. So it starts with the parent. So when you have great parenting with great coaches and and great kids, you can make magic. But it's always going to start with that parenting. And the way you relate to parents in youth football, it always starts with honesty.
0: Absolutely. I I think that's the key. And that's something that we speak about. And, you know, this show, you know, what we're trying to do, it's educate the parent mm-hmm. to get to the child. You right. know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna see, you know, on a Friday night, even give it Friday night. You know, we out there and we seeing the kids. Right. We don't get to meet the parents till later, but you know, at the youth level, I think it starts with the parents. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one thing at the On Your Mark shows. We're trying to give out as much great information and great knowledge. And Jim's, He just dropped something out. You know, you can go back and replay it. You know, every week it seems to be we diamonds in the rough with these gems, coach. You know, absolutely. I, 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 you know, talk <laughs> about beautiful. that because you talk to parents yeah. every day.
2: Every day, every day, and and. Most important thing, parents, is, again, it is taking the honest approach yeah. and, and play the long game, not where my kid yeah. is right now. We, yeah. we can easily get stuck on, you know, what my kid is yeah. in, in fifth grade because right. Lejani or, or whatever his name is played, had a great game at, you know, running back, but he can't hold the ball correctly, right? So you saw him run a – make a touchdown, but – are the fundamentals there. Absolutely. And then – you got to understand systems, right? Every system is going to change. Every coach has a body type that he wants for his system. Yeah. So, again, if your kid is well-rounded, what system can he fit into, right, that's mm-hmm. going to help him? And always remember, parents, is, is, and I don't think a lot of people look at it like this, for every little league team, for every high school team, for every collegiate NFL, you always going to have backups. Right. Which one going to be – which one would your kid be? Right, you know what I'm saying. Right, and it's the development from early, and the long game right. of what if they're backup early, right? Then we work to get that spot later. Right, and if they're a starter early, we work to keep that spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's it's a give and take. Right, you know what I'm saying. But Absolutely. somebody always going to be on the bench. Yeah, always, always, right. right. always. You're gonna have the B team, C team, D team,
1: always. You know, and then the bench in some situations, some organizations isn't bad. Like no, absolutely. Right? And If you're coming absolutely. off the bench in an FBU situation, that's like a Pro Bowl team, an All Star team. Absolutely, You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's absolutely. different than totally coming different. off the bench on your regular every Saturday organization P pee wee team. You know what I mean? Right. So, like you said, trust trust in the process and and enjoying the experience. Right. Is the big key, right? And then, um, but
2: understanding what the process is, oh, yes, you sir. Know what I'm saying? right? Yes, that, sir. That's the key, you, yeah. You, you can't yeah. trust something yeah. you don't understand, yeah, right? You feel well, me? Well, so, for parents, it is again, what does that process look like for that particular child, yeah? I see what you're and, saying, and, and yeah. most of the time, yeah. yeah, parents are looking through the lenses of other kids, yeah, you know what I'm saying, So, that process has to be particular to their kid yeah right 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 right. that's what i mean by really understanding Mm -hmm. what that process is right because every process is different right Mm -hmm. so you can't trust jd's process when your kid is you know shorter or taller Mm -hmm. every process is going to every development is different right so his process how he gets to the end goal everybody's trying to get to the same goal right but it's the the route Everybody not going the same direction. Right. But they can get there. Right. And they, they ain't going to all get there at the same time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's still, yes, trust the process, but what does that process look like for my child? Right. Right.
1: Every avenue's different. I
0: different. Right. you. Every avenue's different. I got you. Right. It, it, but you have to make sure you beat your path in the right direction, absolutely. not fear off of it. Absolutely. Right. And that's where it right. comes into, you know, you spoke about the parents. It takes a village. But mm-hmm. the parents are the foundation of it. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Without uh, them, there is nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And, and you can kind of see how athletes differ when they have the right direction. You know, right. we, we, you know. I saw Coach Bly at a tournament the other week. You know, we and Coach Jay <laughs> are, are weekly doing something tournament-wise, mm-hmm. uh-huh. combine-wise or something. Right. And you get to interact and meet these guys. And I always – Take what I get from the parents before I even get to them. It's, you know, I introduce right. myself it's like we, you know we've been knowing each other from afar a little right, bit, but I introduce right. you after I talk to your son. Right, right. You know, make right. sure that you know who I am because yes, it, It's a reflection off of what it, and you can tell when uh-huh. they got that guidance and they're going in the right direction. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's just you know that's a foundation thing that piece that you have to have. Right. You know and what I'm You know he's
2: coached up. No doubt. You
0: know that. No doubt. And that's just from the observation. But, you know, that's a whole other show. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But uh, tell me a few things that you guys do because I think the organizations like you guys, the mentorship part, Mm -hmm. that's a big role. You know, how how do you play in these guys' life? So many things you do off the field.
1: Man, you know, the basic – just staying in touch, contact – you know, we got coaches that take. I seen one of our coaches in our organization took them to the XFL game the other day. I mean, just interacting. We have a swimming parties sometimes with coaches, or little little uh, after a game, go to a restaurant and eat together as a team. You know, like you said, it takes a village. You know, uh, whatever you can, time. You know what I mean? Time, just to sum it up, just spending time. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's huge. so whatever yeah, whatever huge. whatever your time consists of, as long as it's in a positive manner, you know. Yeah, you know, that's huge. It could just be rolling up on them just to talk to them. You know, it doesn't have to be some extravagant. You know, yeah, just a call, right? A, a Instagram text, right. anything. You know, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: we're gonna take a little break. We'll come back okay. and start talking about things that you're doing uh, personally, getting into. What you're doing with your both of your sons? Uh, okay. We'll talk about his sons. They are guys that you're going to see on Friday nights pretty soon. Yes, uh, we'll take a small break here on the Fishbowl Radio Network from the On Your Mark Show, and we'll be right back.
1: Appreciate it. Let's get it. Man, my mouth with dry. I need this while.
0: <laughs> come get in the zone. The Flex Zone 101 competition is back. Sponsored by Epic Sports Apparel. Every play I compete. From Prestonwood Christian Academy in Plano, Texas. On March 11th. That Flex Zone 101 challenge is back. From grades 5th through 9th. Come get in the zone. Who's the most accurate? Who has the best hands? Who's the lockdown defender? And there will be a Flex Zone overall MVP. Quarterbacks, running backs, wideouts, DBs, linebackers and definitely the big fellas up front come and get in the zone who's the best one-on-one player in the flex zone hop in the zone iron sharp as iron sign up at everyplayi compete.com backslash flex zone one-on-one challenge that is every play i compete.com backslash flex zone one-on-one challenge get in the zone come be epic it's that time of you when you're looking for uniforms for your baseball team, your softball team, maybe even your basketball team. Or either you want to look lightning fast on the track, holler at Epic Sports Apparel. We can get you that gear that you need to be epic every play you compete. Do you just wake up and go hard? Do you rewrite the narrative? Follow Epic Sports Apparel on Twitter, and I am Epic247. On Instagram, at every play I compete. And on Facebook, at Epic Sports Apparel. Rewrite your narrative. Just wake up and go hard. Be epic parents, coaches. You know, here on the On Your Mark Show, we're always preaching and pushing muscular recovery and prioritizing biomechanical muscular balance. The source for all your kids' athletic muscular care is the Integrated Biomechanic Therapy Youth Athlete Sports Program. IBT is at the forefront of revolutionizing athletic muscular care with position specific protocols. Every position has specific demands and needs on a football player. Whether you're a quarterback, defensive back, wide. Receiver, or you want the O line or D line, IBT provides football players with safe, effective muscular care and education to reduce the likelihood or impact of injury ibt protocols have been shown to increase speed improve muscular strength and balance improve range of motion as well as reduce soreness and more make sure you check out ibt for all your sports therapy needs for your specific position wendy has two locations one in north dallas and one in Carrollton. call or text ibt at 459-560-3200 that is 459-560-3200 get in the game get with IBT for your muscular and therapeutic needs for your athlete. All right, we're back from the break here on the On Your March Show, sponsored by Epic Sports Apparel. Every play I compete live from the Fishbowl Radio Network. Every week, we're here, living that epic lifestyle from 11 to 12, live from the Fishbowl. Now, let's talk about your eighth graders, two yes, twins, man. Jacob and Isaac Bly. I had a okay. chance to meet Jacob. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out to my guy, Coach Dunn, 9 for a lead at the tournament the other week. They were Great guy. White, They were the champs. Yeah, They punched their ticket to the crown. Right. Jacob made a big play on both sides of the ball. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, talk about a little bit how you try to get these guys ready and prepared for those
1: type of events. Uh, they'll say being annoying to them, but I just say re- repeating just – telling them you know get ready so you ain't gotta you know i mean stay ready so you don't gotta get ready you know yeah uh just hard work taking them to the gyms uh keeping them active you know working out push-ups sit-ups they they get tired of me saying that to them but uh that, that that's it you know being a dad just being a dad, that's it.
0: Now, you being a coach as well,
1: how do you kind of incorporate putting them in the right places so that they get the proper right. coaching as well? Uh, just, like you said, putting them places where I think they can grow, flourish, uh, making sure they're around the right people in the right room at the right time, at the right camp at the right time. You know what I mean? Putting them, playing in places where it matters. Compared to just playing for a person or a coach or an ego, you know, I like to make sure that I make all the events that count, you know. So that basically sums that one up.
0: (laughs) Well, definitely. I mean, um, you know, we mentioned, you know, FBU a little bit. Uh, Right. You know, you wouldn't necessarily have the, the handprint on them and getting them coaching that. But uh-huh. you saw them develop into that. You know, what's the feeling like? Tell me what that when you see them, you know, make those big plays, you know, from a parent's perspective. Uh,
1: you know, you feel proud, you know, when you see them do something good. But I don't really show them too much, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I can't show them too That's much. That's the coach part know? of it. Right, right, right. So, but but deep down, you know, I love it. I love it. I love the experience. I love being a dad. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, twins, that's something that a lot of people don't get
0: a chance to experience. You know, uh, those two guys, you know, they're gonna you going to be going into high school. On mm-hmm. You got to sip this water on that <laughs> yeah. one. I didn't take a deep breath.
1: How does that work? You got double duty there. Man, really triple duty. But uh, <laughs> With your youngest son. Yeah. Right. Sh- with the grace of God. I don't know. I, that, that's how I've got it done. you know? Right. It, it's, uh, man, it's hard, but as long as you stay prayed up, you know, you're going to make it through.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, I had a chance to get a chance to see uh, Jacob up close and personal. Uh, we're talking about a guy that's very versatile, can play on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball, uh, loved his footwork, and safety, yeah. made a big interception. Then he had right. to the right. closing touchdown right. to seal the victory, um, very good game. You know, very great shifty game. in space. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm kind of you know from a scouting perspective, I'm kind of torn between both. But you know, he probably
1: looks good in that slide. I think in the great I, hands. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like that, but you know, it's. 3 4 million people going out for that slot position. I love him on that defensive side of the ball. Absolutely. Me personally. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> well, and he stood you know, out defensively yeah, at BYU yeah, too. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. He stood out yes. right.
0: So that that's a that's a question in itself, And, you know, when I show up to camps and things and you see 20 receivers and see 8 DBs, right. You know, you kind of want to tell right. some of these guys that the money is actually on the other side of the ball.
1: Longevity's on the other side of the ball. Right. As well. Right. Right. You know. Right. And then receiver wise, like like you said, you know, when you get into a football seven on seven you're passing every play. Right. So receivers are gonna they're gonna eat, they're gonna right. flourish. Right. But when you're playing real football when you're running the ball, you're passing the ball, then quarterback might take off here and there, you know, it's Football's different from seven mm-hmm. on seven. Absolutely. So the ball has to get put in your hands as a receiver. Right. Unlike a quarterback or a running back. You right. know, it's it's right there. Right. You know, the, you gotta complete something from yards away. And right. then you got three, maybe four receivers out there at one time and right. the four second count ain't the only thing you gotta worry about as a quarterback. You gotta worry, you gotta worry about, about that someone DM. taking your head <laughs> taking your head off Absolutely. So. so it's kinda hard harder to get that ball as a receiver. When the game's tough, because you know, in in any good game, if you who's ever controlling the line of scrimmage, running the bars, usually who's going to be, be more successful. successful? Absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah, long story short, yeah, he he can he can play both sides of the ball. But me as a father, I love him at that safety,
0: no doubt. Yeah. And, and and I think to me, uh, you know, DB play is so underrated, right? Uh, you know, if you think about it, it takes a better athlete to backpedal. Fast as somebody's coming right. at you, a great athlete, a great athlete, right? You know, and I don't think people think about that if they're just looking on the surface. At no, them. no, absolutely. You have to be a heck of an athlete as a DB uh-huh. to do that, and shift and change directions at the and, same and time. And Not yes. know what the person
2: in front of you is doing. React, right. to react. To
1: react. Re- reaction You, you time. Right. have to be yes. right. And,
2: and parents, I'm gonna give y'all a real, real, a tip, real fast, a, a, a real great gym. If you're thinking about taking your kid to any kind of showcase camp, whatever and they play wide receiver, make them play DB as well because reps Mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. If you go to any college camp and your kid getting four or five reps, it's a waste of time. Right. So if you can get in and out of line, if he can go play receiver, he can go play slot, go play defense, go play linebacker, go play DB. If he's getting 20 to 30 reps, somebody going to see him. The key to be seen. That's and
1: funny. Then the he coach said that. say, I was talking to a parent about that the other day. Yeah.
2: Coach is going to say, hey, man, what position do truthful. you play? And right. I'm going to say it again. Right. Wherever you want me, Coach. Right. That's why I'm bouncing. Right. right. Wherever you, you just want to be seen. Right. You know, get right. in and out of line. Right.
1: No, that's for I mean,
0: and those are valuable tidbits, and that's something that you see on the camp scene. Uh, you know, and I like what you said. It's never too early to start in yeah mm-hmm you've been at the forefront with your own kids and getting them started early oh, in that sure. preparation yeah. to have them ready for the high school scene. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about Isaac being a wrestler, and I mm-hmm. think that, you know, that's uh, another thing that people don't think. You know, Texas is just not really getting into the wrestling thing right. on the high school
1: level. Uh-huh. So talk about how that helps his game. It made him way more aggressive, mm-hmm. a, a way better tackler, uh, very physical, uh, and it kind of helps you conquer your fear of stage fright because you're out there by yourself. Right. i seen my baby grow tremendously at the wrestling. You know, uh, Dexter Coakley talked to me into mm-hmm. doing it. That's his wrestling coach. No doubt. And I think he did a great great job with him, you know. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody that plays linebacker or DN or line, or line <laughs> to, to yeah. wrestle. It, it, yeah. it goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, football like track does for a skill kid.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right.
1: Well, wrestling gets
0: hand placement,
1: yeah. leverage. Right.
0: You learn how to, to put your hands in the right place in yeah. order to do it. Yeah. You know, those are things that you all have to do uh-huh. from a DN's perspective. You know, you gotta shoot your hands, you gotta bend, you gotta run the arc, all of those type mm-hmm. of things. You're gonna you have you to do that nasty. in wrestling. You gotta be right. nasty right. in wrestling. You gotta have a little bit of dog in
2: it. Yeah. you. You yeah. ain't got no yeah. dog in you, it's gonna be you
0: ugly. Know, Yeah, you're gonna lose it. Real fast. Really those those little guys. That really can move and be shifty mm-hmm. and get in and out of those things. Yeah, man, wrestling is the key. You know what I'm saying? It's not always the biggest guy. Like that You winning. said levers, yeah, levers. Like you said levers, right? And mm-hmm. I, you know, that was a point that I, you know, when we were talking a little bit off camera, those are some of the things that kids may not develop intrinsically just doing football, right? More than one sport. How's both of that help? How does that help both of you guys?
1: Uh, like I said, it, they just go hand in hand with each other. Uh, I tell parents all the time that they should play multiple sports. Absolutely. Don't get stuck on just one sport, you know what I mean? No matter what it is, let them be a kid, let them have fun, let them grow. Uh, have the best basketball player in the world, play baseball. No doubt. You know what I mean? No so, doubt. So, I mean, just getting out there and learning how to compete on different levels, different puzzles to solve, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just put put some fat on the brain, you know? Yeah. So, so. Yeah. I, I recommend doing more than one, one sport, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And, it,
0: Coach, this is something we talk about all the time. All the time. Developing your athletic IQ, oh, not yes, just your, your football IQ, right, but your right. athletic IQ. Right. Because there are muscles that you use for those sports that you're not going to use in football.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's movement patterns. It, it is learning how it's to learning. move. I was to say, next. Yeah, yes. it's, it's yes. learning how to move in different yeah. planes because mm-hmm. they're all connected. Right? right. But every time you change a sport – It's just a little shift. It's a little different. So you take those tools back to your main sport. But the key is the more you Mm -hmm. play, you you avoid, number one, sports-specific injuries if you're playing one sport year-round. And two, you develop a complete package physically and mentally because you start learning other sports and then how that translates to whatever sport you're going to be. And the most important thing is you don't know, you know, how good you're going to be in football. Mm -hmm. or or baseball or whatever until you try them all. Right. You know? Right. So the key is try them all and and something is going to stick. Right. You know, you you get selective later on down the line. right? But as long as you can play as many, do it, you know, until they say, hey, we we need you to focus on one. Especially as you get older. Absolutely. Especially
1: high school time, keeping a kid busy. You know what I mean? Keep them busy. A kid that's not busy, that's when a kid gets in trouble. You know what I I mean? I don't mind. Right. So, so keeping them busy keeping them active the more people that you learn the more relationships you build you yep. know what i mean and so that kid that you see you didn't go do a sport against you looking at me bugging. well you know if y'all did that sport y'all might have played baseball or soccer or, or basketball together you know what i mean just mm-hmm. building that bridge in your community learning more people conversating you know networking so it, it helps you any any in any and every way you know
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, you got to be well-rounded. And, you know, if you look at, you know, we'll, we'll go with the NFL draft is coming up. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys played multiple sports West, before yeah. they got most to football. Yes. yes, they did. You know, some of the most yeah. athletic guys. Yes. And we ain't talking about just the smaller positions. I'm talking uh-huh. about these big-time tackles that make these oh, million yeah. dollars. Them, those oh, guys yeah. are very athletic.
1: A lot of them hoopers. Hoopers.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I got
1: a lineman at Texas that, yeah, he 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 could play some basketball. Right. He'll play seven-on-seven football. You let him play. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was a big-time recruit uh, from Arkansas. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. Uh, you know, he's got like 30 offers, but he was playing linebacker and playing tight end, one of okay. the best in the country from okay. Arkansas. He was playing seven-on-seven. Yeah. And he was moving just like the guys. but. That's something that like a young Zane. Like a young Zane. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, it was yeah. it was it was uh, TJ Lindsey is his name. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look him up, 30 offers, Arkansas, you know, both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. But that's just getting that kind of movement into your game makes you special. Yeah. Like like we say all the time, something that you do make sure it's special. If you have a special skill, make sure you hone in on it. And that's something that we've been talking about here for the last few months. And probably to talk about continuously because we want to educate everybody. You know, we're giving you game to help you get better. You know, we want to give you a playbook to help you get where you need to be, get your path. And that's the reason, you know, we brought Coach Bly on today. But before we get out of here, Coach, small segment now. March 11th is coming. Flex on. If people hadn't heard about it, Talk about exactly what we're going to be, uh, you know, putting on with the flex on one-on-ones. So
2: here's the thing: I I, I know Under Armour um, is having something that same weekend. Uh, this is not for the the best of the best. This is fourth through ninth grade kids that want to come out, kids that want to compete. This is straight competition. An hour of going over the route tree, hour of of getting prepared, and then we go straight one-on-ones. Everybody is scored. Everybody is going to get reps. We're, we're teaching it as if you're in a, a camp situation, a college situation, but it's more structured in the sense of we're not letting you hide. We're not going to let you hide behind somebody. We're forcing you to get reps so you can get better. Mm-hmm. So the the key is, you know, to have kids come out, and get reps. That's what it's all about. It, it, it's not, to me, it's not about the fluff because fourth through ninth grade, you're getting ready to prepare for high school. What tools do I have to, that I can use to get to varsity, right? So how do I do that? One-on-one is always a great thing. They're going to do that in, in practice. So we, we do it, and we do a lot of it. Three hours of straight heat, you yeah. know. So come out, and Wood, go to the website, everyplayacompete.com. hit the three, drop down, sign up. $75. They get a top and a bottom. And great work. We got rivals there. We got prep red on. And great coaches. Come get it.
0: No doubt it's going to be on the iron sharpers iron. You know, it, 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 one-on-one, you can't help but not be seen. Man. And, and, and you're going to be seen. You're going to be seen. So, you know, it's, it's not a whole crowd of, you know, a bunch where well, you can't be seen. If you got that work, you know, the, the first one we put on at, uh, you know, in uh, Rawlett, it was great. And Several other, guy, several other guys yeah. from there now are going to be on the high school scene next right. year.
1: Right. And constantly getting MVPs. Constant
0: getting MVPs. You one know what I'm one saying? one
1: one is the new big thing coming.
0: Right, right. It's coming. Right. Man. Now, Coach, before we get out of here, uh, social media, you mentioned that uh, uh-huh. you know, in the beginning. Uh-huh. you know, I know that Jacob and Isaac, you know, they're heavy uh-huh. on that as far as promoting themselves. From a parent's perspective, how do you guide them with that?
1: Uh... Just make sure that they they're not uh over showing their hand make sure that it's respectful you know respectful content uh staying busy on Twitter Twitter's the big key none of the other social media uh platforms matter as much as Twitter right now absolutely. now you got to keep them all respectful you know right. what I mean I mean just if you're gonna put your highlight video or or your accomplishment out put it on twitter absolutely. or you know your workout put it on twitter you know instagram's cool but twitter's the key for the kids so absolutely. just staying busy on that make sure that you're not overdoing it you know uh make sure that you're being respectful and and you're not doing nothing to hurt yourself and
0: absolutely you're
1: gonna be okay
0: absolutely you well know. I think that you're doing a great job. just wonderful. We wanted you to come on, man. We've been yes, working I. on this for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: where can we follow DFW Ravens at? Uh, DFW Ravens Elite. Uh, you can get .com if you need to get with them on uh, the Internet or DFW Ravens Elite on Facebook, Instagram as well. Uh, I know there's a Twitter. Don't don't hurt me, Fox. No man, doubt. Man, no doubt. It's no on doubt. there. So I'm stuck <laughs> on the Twitter. But no uh But, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're on social media. Go look them up. Great organization great upbringing, and, and we're still around, still moving.
0: No doubt. The proof is in the pudding. Follow DFW Ravens. Of course, the On Your Mark shows here every week, 11 mm-hmm. to 12, live from the Fishbowl Radio Network. Powered and sponsored by Every Play I Compete. Go to everyplayicompete.com. You see the fresh brim we rocking? <laughs> Other colors, blue, black. Right. I love Zone. Coming soon, man. Flex Zones on March 11. We'll be talking about that in the next couple of weeks. We'll holler at you next week live from the Fishbowl Radio Network. Check out my guy. Shout out to Maynard Mike on the track, man. The on your mark show.
3: That show, man. Was easy. It's time to hit the mark. this that show you need to know about. We set ourselves apart. Sports talk at the pinnacle. We got all the knowledge covering every level. Helping these young men get to college. Got the coverage of a DV. Vision of a QB coming at you like a DN. Let all of that sink in. Working in the weight room. We can't take no days off. Doing drills and they not looking. That's what make us stand out. Don't worry about how. Reaching for the sky, hitting the bullseye. We on the mall. Hey, how you doing?